Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with the lovely Brooke Schofield. Well, Brooke, how are you? What are you doing right now in your life? What are you doing to make moves? Okay, good question. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that beforehand, like coming on here, that I was going to have to talk about the moves that I'm making. Well, um, I like it because you're a little caught off guard. It's like I, you have um, to go with your gut. Although I I will say I'm doing a little better now than maybe if you asked me like six months ago. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm just like, my. I think I talked to you about this the other night. I'm yeah. like, my whole thing right now is like trying to go out and do absolutely everything, like say no to nothing. That makes You're sense. You're being a yes man. Yeah. So I'm trying to go out every single day to every single event that I can possibly go to, show face, mm-hmm. and hopefully make more money. God. I'm like, <laughs> literally, I've, I just got out of a relationship, obviously. And that whole entire time, I like wasn't making any moves at all. And that's um, so fun. <laughs> well, which is fine. But I was like, I just was so comfortable. And I was like, not really doing anything as far as work. So now I'm like, okay, I have to. Yeah. You're in your girl boss era. on top of it. And I'm with new management now. So now I'm like finally like feeling comfortable with the whole yeah. social media stuff like only. And so those are the moves I'm trying to make. Congrats. <laughs> That's awesome. That's huge getting new management. It is. Well, I, w- I didn't have any management before. Oh, so wow. I talked about this a little bit on Plan Bree, but like I was like solo and I had no idea what I was doing. I like, mean, how could you? you you don't it's and it's crazy. like yeah. you get all these emails but it's like I don't know what to say to you and mm-hmm. like it was just really hard for me so honestly I like probably missed out on a lot of opportunities that I probably could have like benefited from a lot but I was like I just was going in blind had no idea so now that I have a team to help me I feel like it's easier for me to get stuff done yeah I love it so you're from um Arizona correct? I am okay tell me a little bit about how you grew up um I grew up with my grandparents mm-hmm um and they were amazing I well I originally I was with my parents um up until I was like 10 years old and then I got adopted by, by my grandparents oh, when you got I was fully 10. adopted by your grandparents I did but what's interesting about it I lived with them from the time I was 10 until you know I went to now. college yeah, or whatever yeah but I wasn't adopted until I was 19 and I got adopted in what's called like an adult adoption whoa and it was so strange but we had to like go to court and do the whole adoption process but like as an adult oh my god and I mean normally I wouldn't have even gone through it but it was for like college I got um my grandpa was a veteran and he was like a uh, like a disabled veteran oh so I got his benefits um as so long as I was his child wow yeah and so it was amazing and I ended up being able to go to college full ride well thank you to your grandpa for his service I know thank god he was amazing you know yeah that's amazing um okay where'd you go to college U of A. U of A. I went to U of A. I was a nursing student. Well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I was just made up a major. I was pre-nursing, but I never did like professional admissions to the nursing program. So mm-hmm. it ended up just being like a public health situation. Okay. I did three and a half years 
and then I took a little hiatus that's still happening. Still happening. <laughs> okay, why did you take the hiatus? Um, I had like, I don't know, I, I like a full Emma Stone moment where I was like, I have to make a PowerPoint, convince my family that I am going to be like my life is so much bigger than what is here. I literally thought I was going to be like Jennifer Lawrence. I was like, I'm going to move to LA. I mean, I'm you gonna have to have act. that confidence. <laughs> no, I did. I just was so convinced. I was like, I have to be in movies. Like that's what I have to do. Got here, stayed here for three years, didn't do one acting job at all, and then that's kind of fell in. Though. I know, but yeah, but but here's yeah. the thing: it's normal. However, like. People talk about like the whole like struggling actor and stuff. It's like auditioning, auditioning, auditioning and not getting anything. I was not auditioning. Like I wasn't, I didn't, I literally probably went to like four auditions total. Yeah. I, and I was not trying at all. And I'm like, I don't understand why I'm not making it. And were you working while you were? I was. Okay. Was this your catch era or yes, before? Yes, this was, that's actually the only job I've had since I've been here. Okay. Catch. I worked there for three years almost. Catch LA. Like the, okay. Yeah. Wow, what a crazy story. Well, I want to go back. What was it like growing up with your grandparents? It was amazing. They were like, they're just the sweetest, most like angelic people ever. Um, my grandma and grandpa have been together since they were 13 years old. Stop. Literally, like they were neighbors, like grew up together. And then, you know, he joined the army. They got married at 19 and they've been together since. Oh, my gosh. And so it was like, they're just the sweetest, like perfect couple. Um, my grandma ended up getting like really bad dementia when she, well, probably when I was like maybe 15, 16. Okay. And it's just like kind of pro progressively gotten worse, but it's like, it's sad and it's horrible. Obviously, like anyone who goes through that, like I've, that's horrible. It's, it's like, so hard. Anything, I, anything so hard. To me, it can be like worse, honestly, than like losing a family member. Cause it's like, they're there, but they're not, not there. Yeah. But it's like still kind of not cute but like my grandpa is so he just like takes care of her he, like he's the sweetest husband ever and he's like she would do it for me you know he, oh. he paints her nails he puts her Stop. hair up every day like he is the sweetest like he's just most, her. most patient he is <laughs> he is he's just so patient and like you know like he's like obviously I didn't think this is how my life would end up wow. but it's really cute so that's been like a it it was very like refreshing and a stark contrast to what I was used to which was my parents who were Certainly not a healthy couple or the healthy people. <laughs> okay. Amazing. And you, I just, I think that's so amazing about your grandparents, how they like met at 13. And it is. They're still I can't together. imagine. Can you imagine? Like, do you have no. anyone that you knew? I don't even know anyone that well, I, I knew just, when I was 13. I was, <laughs> I do know people I knew I was at, thir or at 13, like one of my best friends still I knew forever. But like, I can't think of anyone in my life that is dating someone that they met when they were 13. And I, just, I hear that in parents. They're like, oh, we met when we were 15 and then we got married and we're still married, right? I've, I hear that sometimes with my friend's parents or like every once in a while, but I do not think our generation that will happen. I don't think it's, I think it's so different now because I feel like, I, I don't know, back then it was like they didn't have access to social media and stuff. So it's like, I, I don't think they really even knew how many people were out there and like maybe yes. that's a good thing because it's like, like there they were bliss. able to like keep these healthy relationships whereas now there's just so many outside mm -hmm. like fa like contributing factors but like I would die if I had to choose from like only the people I knew I know. as a teenager I would I'd rather We'd just not be married yeah well the thing is is I feel like I noticed that in myself with let me know if you agree with dating apps uh, I'll keep like swiping just to see if there's someone better 
Yeah, but I, I just made a TikTok about this the other day. Do you fear, like, I, I've i been in love a couple times, and both of those people, I know for a fact I would say no to on a dating app. So, like, yes, I'm like, yes! what if, like, and I loved those people both so much, like, and, yes! I, and I couldn't imagine, like, having not been with them, but, like, I would have never chosen them if I were, if I were just, like, swiping through Hinge, uh-huh. like, ever. Oh, yeah. So I'm worried constantly, like, what if that was my husband and I just thought he was ugly? Like, I'm also like, does my hinge, like, I've had people look at my hinge and they're like, oh, yeah, those are good photos. But I'm like, that doesn't even fully, like, portray me. Yeah, well, like, it can't. And it's like, you can't, do, doing it yourself, too, it's like, you might think one thing about a, a photo or, like, a, an answer that you give and other people might be like, what? Like, Yeah. Also, especially with what we do. Oh, my God. I get nervous because, like, if I, for example were to swipe on somebody and he was a social media personality, I'd be like, ew. Yeah, same, same, same. <laughs> and, like, that's literally what we do. Like, how mm-hmm. – I can't imagine what they think when they see us. But I'm like, no, but seriously, like, it's not even me. Yeah. That's literally, like, not even my job. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you have success on dating apps? Um, I feel like I'll match and then I'll dabble. Like, it'll be, like, a few – will say I'll say one or they'll say one thing and then I'll say another thing and then they'll say one thing and then I'll say something and then nothing happens. It's just like have you I ever met like... up with somebody from a dating app? Yeah. You have? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I've done several a, times. I've done a couple. I've done only one good experience I've ever had and then he goes to me. So I'm like and he was really the one that got away too. I'm like watching him be so successful. I'm like, oh, this really? is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. See I feel like all my dating app d- dates well that's a lie. I haven't been on several. I've been on a handful. Okay. And uh, I feel like every time I'm just like, meh. Or actually, there's a few that I was like, oh, my God, we talked after and, like, maybe planned a second date or they were, I thought they were hot. But there was, like, most of the time I usually go and then I'm like, oh, I should have just stayed home and watched Housewives. Yeah, I agree with that. But free dinner, at least. Yeah, I guess. But I'm like, oh, I could have bought myself free dinner, like, at home in bed. I just don't like a, fir- like a first-time conversation usually. And, like, to have to do it over and over and over again, I'm like, mm-hmm. geez. I'd almost rather, like, and I do prefer always to, like, take a rela- a relationship from what was a friendship already. Like, yes. someone who I already know and I'm kind of, like, comfortable being around. And then I'll go on a date and it's like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, so for the first time, like, what do you do? I'm like, again, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, it's you don't want to know. awkward. It, uh, I want to, like get better at it though because I feel like I need to try harder on dating apps and I need to like have it a part of my routine like going on a date once a week it's just like part of my that routine was like my, going to the gym. that's my new year's resolution it it, not not once a week but I think once every two weeks is realistic yeah that's su- and super and especially realistic. like I want to make it the, oh god this is going to scare people but like I would love to make it like a section or a segment on a podcast like this is what the date was this yes. week. This is how it went. Like, That's exactly. I want to like vlog getting ready. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to put myself out there again. Because no, people are successful on dating apps. So many oh gosh, people. People, people like, are getting married. Yeah. Yes. They're, and so I'm like, I, I want to be like that. I know. And I everyone's know. on them now. It's not like a weird thing. It's not eHarmony. I know. No offense. Maybe we, can, <laughs> maybe we can plan a day that we both go on a date. So then we're just like doing at the same time Absolutely, together. Absolutely. And I'll feel better about it. Yes. I always have to have someone doing something with me, like working out or anything to make me feel like I'm, I should be doing that. Exactly. It'll hold us accountable. Back to the grandparents. I feel oh. like <laughs> that is so rare and special. And that's so sweet of your grandpa. It is. It's and I feel like it's. It's good for me, too, because I feel like a lot of people don't have, like, positive relationships to look up to. So that's been, like, really cool for me How to see. How often do you see your grandparents now? Um, Not often. As horrible as it is, it's, like, kind of sad for me to go home. So it's, like, I don't tr- – I try not to as much because mm-hmm. it's, like, 
I'd rather just like remember what it was like when I left. But I just saw them for Christmas and it was great. That's sweet. But not yeah. not as often as I should. I call, but Oh, that's sweet. I don't go down there as much. And they don't they moved since I've graduated and, you know, gone off and done my own thing. So I go home and it's not like my home. Yeah. So it doesn't like it just doesn't feel right going home. Mm-hmm. And they have their own little life and you have your own little life. They do. And they mm-hmm. just have their little routine and it's cute. Adorable. Okay, so you are a podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind kind of, not recently. Um, but you're hopefully gonna come out with a podcast soon. Yes. So right, how are you allowed to talk about this? Like give us I the four one one. Tan and I have podcasting. Yeah. So Tan and I have talked about how canceled is coming back. We said in January. Um it is mid January now and it has, is not back. So maybe I should stop um giving dates, but it will be back as soon as we can have it back. And then I've also been talking well we've signed a contract becca and i becca moore she's a tiktoker love her yeah love her mm-hmm. um she and i are doing one together as well so i'm gonna have i'm gonna go from zero podcasts to two podcasts Which probably so around the same time so i'm really excited about that i think they'll be different enough though because they're very different person very different personalities uh-huh how are they different um I, I don't know becca's very like dry very like satirical like humor she's so funny and tana's so funny too but tana's like outwardly uh-huh. really like out of pocket very crude and she's funny in a different way than becca yeah. is and i feel like our topics would be very different tana and i are like talk a lot about our like personal lives and like like things that becca and i don't think would talk about since we're not as like Becca and I weren't friends before. We literally, I reached out to her before I had ever met her in person. And I was like, you're so funny. And at that time, I was like wanting to do a Barstool podcast. So I was like, I need a co-host. But then we retired that idea and we were like, let's just do one anyway. for a reason. I think so too. (laughs) Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same, so why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say, carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. I feel like you got into this podcasting slash influencer, we'll say the word, world relatively not too long ago. Not right? at all. Okay. It was like at the start of the canceled podcast, really. I wasn't really, really doing social media before Okay, that. can you explain to me like that process? Because you were working at Catch. How'd you work from, how'd you start from working at Catch to like being on this like hit podcast? Well, I, I'd been friends with Tana for a really long time, but just kind of like 
I mean, I wasn't on social media, so like people didn't really like know me at all. And I wasn't, I was posting TikToks like just to be funny, but I wasn't like taking it seriously or making money from mm-hmm. it at all. And I didn't make money from it even until long after the canceled podcast was already out. So um, when I got fired from Catch, I. Wait, why did you get fired from Catch? He's <laughs> a long story. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'll tell you. But basically, when I did get fired from Catch, I was at Tana's house. And so. I was I loved that job. I literally like lived and breathed that, that job. I worked there Were you six a waitress? Days. I was a I was the maitre d, so like essentially a hostess. Okay, hostess. But um catch would have like their fancy. Well, the maitre d is like in charge of the hostess oh, and they, okay. like yeah, so but it's like I, I was so a So you were the head honcho. I was catch. I was a hostess. <laughs> okay. But I loved it and I worked there 6 days a week and I took it so seriously and it was my favorite job ever. I loved it. So when I got fired, I was like it was like traumatic. Did you see so many celebs going there all the time? So it was, it was a fun job. Like you would go in, you would have no idea if like Justin Bieber was gonna come in. It was just like a really cool. Who were like the most regular people at Koch? I need to know. Um, Jamie Foxx is like would come in like literally every night. That makes sense. We had like, a lot of um, like David Spade, who I think is the funniest guy ever. Um, I don't know, just like Justin Bieber would come, not often actually, but where I feel like it's now such like an influencer hotspot. Do you feel like a lot of A-listers still go there? Kind of. I feel like that will never die, but we now have, like, they have Catch Steak and stuff yeah. now that's, like, kind of taking over. And I feel like there's new places that are, like, the new Catch. The Catch menu is... It's I so good. I still love it. But, so good. But yeah, so I got fired from there. It was really traumatic. And so when I, when I got fired, I was at Tana's, and I, like, uh-huh. I don't think I left for, like, six weeks straight. I was, like, so depressed, and I was like, what do I do? No. And that's when I kind of, like, became really close with everyone because prior to that, I'd been working six days a week. I'd been friends You're with busy. them, but I wasn't. I wasn't over there all the time. So then I got really close with everybody, and that's kind of how I started, like, getting into it. But then it wasn't until probably, like, a year later that we started Canceled. And I didn't know. Tana didn't have any idea who she was going to have as her co-hosts, but the day of the first episode, she called me and she's like, hey, can you get ready really quick? Wait, no way. Yeah. So she was going to do this podcast and then she was like, the day of she was recording? Yeah, the day that she was going to record, she called. get out. Yeah. And and I had no idea even then that I was going to be a co-host. I thought I was going to be on the first episode. And so... I did the first episode and then we went to dinner after that. And she was like, I'm so happy you guys are my co-hosts. Wait, what? Yeah. And me and Hunter were like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, are we? Like, really? And she never told us. And so then after that, I was just. This is so L.A. I feel like when you live here, shit just happens. It does. And and the right place, right time. I'm so happy that it happened that way, too, because I would have been so nervous like had she asked me to do it Mm -hmm. i probably would have found some reason like why i shouldn't Mm. just because i would have been like that's so scary like and i don't know for the first like few episodes too everyone was cooking me they were like get that girl off of there like really oh yeah and so i'm glad she kind of like blindsided me with it because i probably wouldn't have done it otherwise but it's the greatest thing i ever did because then it was after that that i started being able to do social media Mm -hmm. and actually like make money from it because I don't know. I t- I kind of made a joke to you the other night about how it's like m- like I'm not a nepotism kid, but she like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Tana yeah. kind of like put me on, and I don't think that I ever would have been able to do it if she didn't. So well, that's so awesome. I feel like your relationship with her, she 
One thing that I admire about her from afar is it seems like she really takes care of the people she's around. She does. She's the best and at is that. And a good friend. She's not yeah. like handing things to anybody. Like obviously you don't yeah. you don't just get followers or mm-hmm. money or whatever from being her friend, but she's like she'll give everyone every opportunity like to make money or do something or like Which is so kind. It is. It really is. And she doesn't have to do that. And most people don't. A lot of people don't. And a lot of people are like competitive kind of with the people around her. She's not that way at all. She's like, you should be doing this and like you should do this or make this video and like it'll do so well. Like she's very, very good about that. I love that. Do you obviously you've been like working alongside with her and just been her friend for such a long time. What do you feel like you've learned from her other than obviously helping others, putting people on? She's just so good. I don't know if I've learned it from her because I don't think that I can like copy it in any okay. way, but she's so good at like being viral. Like she knows oh. exactly exactly what to do, what to say, like how to word things to like make it as like controversial kind of as possible mm. and that's how she like, you know, stays in the game and like she's if she like she sees an opportunity someone's blowing up or someone's doing something she will like fly to another state to like make a video with that person she's just very like on it and she knows how to stay relevant whereas Uh i'm like scared of like i'm like just trying not to get like canceled (laughs) i feel like that's so interesting (laughs) to me from my perspective about you because i'm i feel like you're so good at being an open book i'm very like i don't have anything that i'm afraid to talk about like Regarding yourself. Regarding myself. But I get really afraid, which Tana definitely doesn't, talking about like celebrities or like other people because super fair that just scares me yeah i'm afraid of like i get afraid of setting people yeah or i'm afraid i'm gonna say what i think and then i'm gonna meet them and then it's gonna be awkward and they're different than what i thought i wondered that about her like does she not is she not afraid to go outside like we were just we were at people's choice yes recently you guys are yeah yeah and she was we ran into chloe kardashian and tana has run her mouth about chloe kardashian and i'm like i'm sitting there like i'm like are you scared like I would be terrified. Was she scared or was she, no. she doesn't mind? I think she just doesn't like she has like the, the the world's greatest gift, okay? And it's that she doesn't have anxiety. Wow. At all. Like nothing makes her anxious, nothing makes her like she doesn't wake up the next day after like being blacked out and like think like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" ever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "What a privilege." <laughs> so I think she can yeah. say anything, do anything and she's just like, "Oh, well." Wow. I mean, there's it makes sense why she's so Yeah, you don't successful. get to her level of success without having something like that. Like, yeah. The Logan Pauls, the Jake Pauls of the world, like they kind of have to have I mean, that. good for her. Yeah. That's amazing. I yeah, I feel like she the confidence she has when say talking specifically about other celebrities that's when I get a little nervous yeah especially if it's not positive and I'm scared like I get scared like commenting on anything I made a TikTok about Addison Ray's like boyfriend this morning and I was like Addison like what if she sees it like this is embarrassing but well in like, the most people most likely will see it they will yeah they will and she follows me too so I was like I don't know why I did that but it does like I try to I try to make like nice videos about people sometimes yeah. so then I'm like maybe they'll like they'll love it (laughs) yeah exactly okay so you just got out of a crazy relationship I did what is what was that like what did you learn from that um I learned that I'm probably not mentally stable enough to be in a relationship (laughs) okay (laughs) honest to god I think that's like my big takeaway from it because it wasn't like it wasn't a horrible relationship at all in fact it was like I loved it and it was the greatest but I was like like I kind of talked about this at the beginning I stopped working like all together it was kind of like we got into this relationship 
immediately after canceled ended. And so I didn't even really have time to be upset about that because that was like at that time I had like a lot of momentum. I felt like I was doing a lot of things, getting a lot of like brand deals and whatever it was because of momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it ended, it just all kind of abruptly stopped. And like that would have probably really upset me had I not immediately gotten into this relationship. Okay. So that was a good distraction. And I immediately just kind of like adopted his life and like what was he doing and like how can we make him more successful and like that was kind of my whole angle and it was a good distraction and it kept me like completely distracted from the whole canceled situation but then when it ends you're like oh my god like what did I do for the last six months like I didn't I barely worked I didn't like progress my career at all and it made me it was like I added to the like sadness of the breakup because I was like well shit now I have nothing to fall back on I yeah. didn't I didn't even work yeah so well, that's a great I feel like that's a great lesson for girls about dating because a lot of people think a successful relationship is like oh we're obsessed with each other and yeah. like we're doing all these cool things but like you still need to be successful whether that's making money or going to the gym or what, whatever it is it, in your own way. Like you need to have your own life. Yeah. And, and I be did successful not as an individual know that. for a partnership to really work. So then you can build on top of each other. Right. But this was my first. So yeah. My first relate like for, first real relationship. So I like I really didn't know what was normal and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. So and I thought you're in love. You're like, yeah, oh and my I, God. I, I was I was and yeah. I was just so obsessed with like him and everything he was doing That's and, exci- and excited exciting. for him and his successes and stuff that I like was it didn't matter. I was mm-hmm. like, whatever, like, perfect. We'll go do what he does. But I admire couples like I have certain couples that I look at now that I'm like, God, like, that's amazing that like they're both so successful in their individual things. And like, I won't make that mistake again. That's what I, that's what I learned from it is mm-hmm. that I can't adopt somebody else's life because mm-hmm. what are you going to have when they leave you? Yeah, nothing. exactly. Nothing. I um, My mom always said and my mom's, mom's friends that even when you get married to always have an additional separate bank account that's your own. It's, you just you just never know which shit's gonna hit the fan. Terrifying. Like I I know better now, but so many people I like I see kind of in the same situations, and I'm like, God, like that's are you not scared? Mm-hmm. And you just never you never think it'll happen to you, or mm-hmm. you'll you'll be in that situation. But it's always good to have that separate. First of all, separate interests, separate things, separate lives, and separate hobbies, but also a separate bank account. Absolutely. <laughs> you just never know. You really don't. Exactly. So now you're in, you guys broke up. When did you break up? We broke up um, in October. Okay. And now you're in your saying yes to everything. Why are you saying yes to everything? Because I said no to everything for so long. I felt like, and it wasn't, it wasn't like a result. He had nothing to do with it. It was like, I was so obsessed with him and hit like, I only wanted to be with him that I never wanted to be around my friends. I never wanted to go to events. I never wanted to like go on vacation or go anywhere that he wasn't and that was my fault but like (laughs) now that it's over I'm like god I could have been doing all these amazing things Mm -hmm. and I probably could have been a lot further along than I am and that upset me a lot so now my thing is like don't say no to anything okay so going to everything and what do you feel like your strategy is when you're going out are you just like trying to have fun or mingle or make connections just meet people like I I just I had I have like really good friends and stuff, but I haven't made new friends. I felt like in so long, I, I'm constantly around the same people and doing the mm-hmm. same things. So I've been trying to go like even if I go alone, just to like be around people and see people and like 
Get out of your bubble. Yeah. I'm trying to do that too. Really, like I am. And I've been so far successful. I feel like I'm meeting a lot of really like great people and good like people, a lot of people who aren't in the influencer space too, which makes me excited because I'm like, I don't have a lot of friends like that. And that is like very valuable, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's the goal. There's so many people. I feel like I look at you and I'm like, you're so good at making friends. I try, I love, but, but I'm not good at following through. Like, oh, really? What do you mean? I don't have like, like making a plan after you meet. Yeah, like I don't have really like social anxiety or anything like that. But like, I am so comfortable with the friends that I have that it's like if the choice is between going to dinner with like my best friend and going to dinner with someone new, I probably will choose my best friend. But I'm trying to be better about that because it's like, what if that's my, that's another best friend? Do you have like a approach? Because in from my perspective, you just seem like a social butterfly. No. Um, <laughs> so do you, when you're meeting new people, let's say you, you know, see someone from afar, like you've watched their shit or you're, a, you have friends of friends and you want to meet them. What is going through your brain when you're like, want to go up and introduce yourself? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people struggle with social anxiety. A lot of viewers are like, you're scared to network or whatever, or meet new people, and you seem like such a natural. I don't feel like I'm a natural, but honestly, but I do feel you have like any tips in for that people? situation. Usually, I would like, if we do have a mutual friend, I'd be like, oh my god, I love this person. Like, introduce me, or I will literally tell the person that I like. I'll be like, oh my god, I love your videos. Like, yes, I love. I'm saying not. That I'm too. definitely not afraid to say that. I feel like a lot of people are for some reason. I'll be no, like, it's much I'm more the, your biggest fan. <laughs> it's much more comforting. I would say from both perspectives, like the person that's being told, I would rather someone act say that they watch my stuff instead of act like they don't because that's weird. Me too. And I have so many friends who do that. Like I have a, a good friend of mine who will go up to people that I know she knows and she'll be like, hi, what's your name? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, girl, like be so real. Like I like it's scary, but it's just better to be like, by the way, I love your stuff because they're going to figure out along the way. Like I know. You can tell. I know when somebody comes up to me and they're pretending not to, and then they'll say something where I'm like, you watch the podcast or like something like that. And I know. I would so much rather you tell me because I feel more comfortable around you immediately if I feel like you know. And it's fair because I get that it's awkward. Me too, but it's not, it's not embarrassing. Like I do not think that's embarrassing. We need to normalize being a fangirl. I had a friend one time, I'm not kidding, we were at this like random like bar opening and she, she goes up to Sean Mendez and, (laughs) and he, and she's like, what's your name? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What's his name? Like, just say hi. Like, he's like, I'm Sean Mendes. <laughs> like, don't make him say it. Like, also, what do you say after someone says hi? I'm Sean Mendes. Like, what do you? Say? Are yeah, you like, what are you oh. gonna be like? Oh my god, never heard of him. <laughs> like, it's it's just not as embarrassing as you oh think it is. Like, tell god. someone you're a fan. Like, who cares? Okay, so that's kind of your strategy. Is oh if yeah. You, if you've seen their shit, you're like, hi. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like such a fan. Alex or... Earl the other night. I'm yeah. like, hey girl, like check out my light in my bag. Like, yeah, slay. Like, love <laughs> bought you. this from you. Got it. Okay, what if they're not a social media person and like someone that's watching like has normal people around them? They want to go up to them. They can't say, oh, I'm such a fan. <laughs> I feel like just same thing. Well, I'll just like compliment someone like, oh my god, love your top or like. I don't know. Honestly, I'm usually like drunk in these situations. Uh huh. So I feel like it just comes naturally to me because my my drunk personality is a major socialite. My normal one, maybe not a so major much. Major socialite. <laughs> I will say that is a good tip. Is just complimenting anything they're wearing. Yeah. Or like even more so than like the obvious, like a, an earring or like something. Yeah, something a, that a maybe nobody unique. wouldn't like. Yeah, you're not gonna compliment yeah. someone's white t shirt. Like, oh my god, but, that like, ring's so cool. Or like, yeah, exactly, white t shirt. <laughs> my god, love that white t shirt. 
Totally. Something a little that stands out. What's yours? What's your strategy? Um, well, I feel like I don't use the having my friends introduce me enough. Like, I feel like I need to get more comfortable with asking my friends to be like, hey, can you introduce me to this person? Yeah. Like, well, sometimes never... it feels like embarrassing then, because then you're th- there's an additional person, like an outside source or outside party that's also watching the interaction and making feel, you feel more uncomfortable. I feel like I've also had some bad experiences where I've asked that and then the person wasn't good at like making it oh no like sly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like very like this is your fangirl like and, and I'm like oh like I'm getting the ick like I, I need someone that has a little they know the dance. Yeah, they're Does a little bit more sense? like natural like a about little, it. As a little more swag. I would be horrible at that. I will say I'm self-aware enough to really? know that I would not be a good mediator in that That's situation. That's so funny. I feel like you would be good at it. I feel like I'm, I knock on wood, but I feel like I'm pretty good at introducing others. But when I don't, I, I do say, I do admit that I'm a fan most of the time, especially if I am one. I'm like, oh my God. Or, or you yeah. know, I've seen blah, blah, blah. Or I just saw this or whatever. Um, I definitely think a compliment on anything could be good. Or sometimes I'll be like, hey, this is so random. I think we have a mutual friend. Oh, yeah, for sure. And kind of use that strategy. I'll be like, this is so random and weird, but blah, blah, blah. So then it's like when it's not that weird, it seems like way less weird. You know, once you have like I think expectations like ruin everything. So when you make the expectation like this is going to be so weird and then it's just like actually not then they're like, oh, this girl's so normal. Yeah, like, perfect. I'm, if that makes any sense. Kind of. I just, I don't know. I feel like nobody's thinking about, like, I never think about what somebody said when they came up to me. I just am like, okay, well, they came up to me, and now, now, now I know them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just went to that Summer Fridays event, and I was, I'm doing Dry January, so I was sober. Oh, and I was like, I could tell that I was a little more just like in my head with things than I typically am. And I'm not that type of person. Like I am a social butterfly. But I was like, damn, like I do kind of rely a little bit on some liquid courage, which I want to get better at. I just know. Sober I hate to admit that, being... but it's just true. Yeah. I think it's also like when you're in that everyone's a little tipsy environment it's like they're giving you the same energy you're giving but what you you can fall back on is that even if you're doing dry january odds are the person that you're talking to isn't so maybe like it takes the edge off whether whether it's from your end or not like that's true they're not thinking nearly as hard about it as you are so what you thought might have been a really awkward situation alexis said the same thing to me she's like oh my god i just had the most awkward encounter and i'm like Trust me, it like was it not wasn't awkward. That deep. It yeah. wasn't okay. that awkward. Did you notice, by the way, that Summer Fridays had like a whole mocktail list? I didn't. For dry January. Wow, that's brilliant. Isn't that hilarious? I should have done that. I'm, am I too late? <laughs> well, there is damp January. What the fuck is damp January? So instead of like you totally being dry, it's like, oh, I'm not drinking on the weekdays, but I'll drink on the weekend. Oh, that's which like is California what sober or whatever. It's like, why don't we just call like, I saw a TikTok where someone was like, why don't we just call it drinking? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Why does it have to be damp January? Yeah. Like. True. I will say I just saw a tweet. And have you ever heard of the workout 75 day hard? Yes. Which is absolutely bananas. Like it's crazy. Anyway, I saw a tweet and someone's doing they like made a list for their definition of 75 days soft. (laughs) And it's literally like the dumbed down version of it's still like genuinely like a good like healthy hard workout or 
lifestyle. Like the thing was like work out for an hour once a day instead of twice a day. Um, and it was like only drink on the weekends and only drink Bud Light or Miller Light. Like it yeah, was or like vodka sodas. Like it was very just like okay, choose the healthier, it's a more reasonable. Of yeah, because like, seventy five hard or is it whatever seventy five days hard seventy five hard whatever it is. <laughs> Is not a sustainable like I no, don't. No, that's not a lifestyle. I, that's, and that's no. the thing with anything that's like that. I'm like, okay, well, so you're gonna gain the weight back, except now you just lost 75 happy days of your life. <laughs> like you poor thing. It's definitely like one of those cool because I do love a challenge, but it is extreme. Yeah, but I'm so not one of those people. Like I, you know, I don't need to prove anything to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like the do the Iron Respect. Man so that you know you could do it. Like first of all, I know I couldn't do it. <laughs> And honestly, I could sleep perfectly fine at night knowing that I haven't. Yeah. You know what? And I love that. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I used to be one of those people that I was like, I need to prove this to myself and other people because I grew up kind of in the sports like yeah, family are, and yeah. I have like a brother and like my dad's really into it. Too. So I like was like, oh, okay. But yeah. now I'm like, I, I don't, there's not a hot guy here I need to impress. I don't need to go and die in the ocean right now. So true. I am trying, like I, I would love to get more. A little more active, though. I will say I'm not having I'm not okay in any condition that I want to be in right now. I tried to do like, first of all, I noticed the other day that my butt is like actually like it's like it just goes thigh to shoulder blade. Like <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> and I don't know where she went, but like I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should go to like Pilates or something. I want to start Pilates, too. I would we love should to go. Do it. We should go. People are doing and I like the one on the little forma machine. It, I'm making it sound like it's fun. It looks like it's fun. It doesn't, it's, I don't think it is. But it's hard. But it's like I want to be a little Pilates girly and like Me take too. my mirror pics and like look cute. Yeah, and this is exactly the time we should start if we're trying to like if we're thinking like March, April when everything like really matters. You start yeah. putting on a bikini again. I'm like, we should start right now. No, I literally it, the Coachella lineup just came out, and I, I was did. like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. What again. are your thoughts on it? <sighs> I I know this is controversial. I'm not like that obsessed with it. I, oh, that's not controversial. People hate it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm, people are like, this is the best lineup. At least in my yeah. circle. But you know what? It's probably maybe, maybe, maybe people with taste like it. And all yeah. my, uh, me and, and all like my friends just. Yeah. I Yeah. What I will say about it is that I usually prefer a Coachella lineup that I don't like that much. And that sounds so stupid because it's like, why would you spend all the money to go to a festival where you don't care to see people? Uh -huh. But takes the pressure off. Like okay, you're no, not you're not constantly like okay, we have to be this place at this time, this place at this time. Like uh -huh. it's just like okay, now we're just enjoying the festival. Maybe I'll see this person. Maybe I'll see this person. Yeah, I will say the best part about Coachella is the festival. Like yeah, yeah, the music is fabulous, and I love seeing like that's one of my favorite places to watch anyone perform. But the overall like vibe and energy and seeing all of my friends and like Agreed. being in the desert and I sound like so foo-foo right now and I get it. <laughs> Who cares? But you know what? It's such a blast. It is. It's so it's, fun. It is a lot of fun. And, it's like, a lot, but it's fun. It is. I do like sometimes, at least last year, I was very, I left there being like, that felt like a Los Angeles like party. Like I just felt like I just True. saw all people that I already see constantly. I'm like, why did I even come to Palm Springs? It's like Instagram's asshole. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I think I think maybe that was just like what I chose to do at Coachella, and that was probably my fault. I last year I brought my brother and then our family friend, and it was really fun. Like going 
like living vicariously through them because they were like, whoa, that's so and so standing right there. Like that is my favorite thing in the world yeah. to do is like experience something from somebody else's perspective. Somebody just told me that there's like an actual word for it, but like the feel, it's like this feeling you get like watching a movie with somebody yes, that you've that, already seen. Yeah, I wonder what that word is. I well, someone said sonder, but I don't think that's what the actual definition of sonder. But like, like the feeling you get when like. You might not want to watch a movie You're again. You're living vicariously. But yeah. you you want to show it to someone else so that you can go like this yes. and watch them It's like watch when I send movie. my friend a TikTok, I'm like, watch it. Yes, and it's you. so exciting. Yeah. I feel like that's why people want to have kids. I feel like that's like what being a parent is like. Whoa, true. Because just the whole time now they're you're like re-experiencing the world, but now you're like a, as them. But maybe that's bad. Maybe that's how you, how you end up like a way too involved parent. Well, <laughs> you know what I've been thinking about lately is I used to be like so – Oh, I cannot picture myself having kids anytime soon, right? No, I can picture myself having kids, but not anytime soon, right? Lately, I've been like, do I want kids, like, relatively soon? Not, like, in the – I'm just saying, like, in the next, like, five, you know, to ten years, I'm like, that's not a – How old are you? I'm 25. Oh, okay. So I'm like, that's not that crazy of a thing to think about. And I was, like, thinking about how awesome it would be to have mini-me's and the person I love and just like them thinking I'm the coolest person ever. Yeah. And just hang out with them. It would be really fun. Like think but about how I think in our current it. our current like lifestyle right now, it might not it might just put a pause on things. Oh, a hundred percent. But I wouldn't be like so upset if I had a baby right now. I was thinking about it. I'm like, no one would even be mad at me if I had a no. baby. Like I'm twenty six years old. I can yeah. have a baby right now. Okay, so you're twenty six. When's your birthday? November twenty sixth. November twenty sixth. Okay, I'm June twenty fifth. Oh my god, we're like so, almost the same day. I know, almost the same day. So why don't you like the Coachella lineup? Because I don't know anyone on it. Okay, like literally nobody. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean's sick. I will say, Bad Bunny. Like, oh wait, Suicide Boys are going, which is like so random, but I love them so hell much. Yes. Um, who I, else is on there? A bunch of like I feel like random people. Normally, I feel like the besides the headliners, there's like so many good people too, and I felt like they were like okay, but like. I don't know, last year there was, like, Big Sean and, like, so many other, like, uh, good yeah. people. But and I feel Doja, like, it's, like, she oh was. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, she was, like, to me, the best set of Coachella oh God, last year, She was year, amazing. Like, Megan far. the Stallion, like, all those people. And this year I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm being. I think it's probably just different music personalities than probably. us. Because, like, that's, like, I'm sure a lot of people were like, oh, my God, finally a Coachella lineup. But I do like, listen to some Blackpink. I do listen to some oh, Bad I Bunny. Love, I am so excited to see Blackpink. I'm just so because excited they're to such, see like, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watch Blackpink videos all day just because they're, like, so fascinating Well, they're to such, me. Like, like, boss-ass bitches. And just and the so dancing, cute. like, yeah. everything. So anything K-pop I'm obsessed with because they're, it's just so, like... The process of like becoming 100%. a K-pop idol, like all of that, is like amazing. To it's me. one of those things where I listen to all of them. Like I listen to Bad Bunny. Like I know a few songs. Same with Blackpink. But I'm not like a ride or die stand. Yeah, like a fan of these like art, like artists as artists. Maybe just their music. Yes. Whereas like Harry, I knew like almost every yeah. song last what was, year. Did you go 2000? I think 2018 was when it was like Post Malone and like yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a crazy lineup. What have you learned? Like. Being new to this world, what do you feel like you're good at? What do you feel like you're bad at? What do you want to get better at? I want to hear about just like you being at the work side of, you know, being a creator. Um, I'm bad at the work part. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I My problem is I, I feel like a lot of people, especially like in the influencer space, are like so good at it because they're very creative. And I'm not very creative really honestly and that surprises me it's like probably my biggest like insecurity about myself but i'm not a creative 
or like an artistically creative person at all. So like as far as like aesthetic content or like making like good content for brands, which is actually literally my job, I'm I don't feel good at at all. Really? I don't. And like like I use Paige Lorenz as an example a lot because she her everything she does. I love is her. So, me too. I really love her. But she does like such like Every, you watch it and you just like feel like good inside. It's like so aesthetic and she's she sets everything up right. And it's I love that. And I do not have that like a bone in my body that can do that at all. But I feel like the way that I'm creative is in like my words and stuff. So that's where like I love to do like podcasting and stuff and like making mm. TikToks where it's like just my ideas only matters like what I'm saying. Okay. I see what you're saying. You're saying you're not that like aesthetic yeah i don't think i'll ever I'll I'll ever be an influencer that like people brand like clothing so brands fine. like are dying to work with because you know she's so good at that i'm i will never be that but i would love like i feel like what i am more comfortable doing is like just talk literally just talking on tiktok mm-hmm. or like talking on a which podcast. is a skill that I, a lot of people that sometimes are very aesthetic don't have yeah i feel like it's kind of one of the other yeah but in the same way like i don't have um like, I don't have, like, the b- ability to choose an outfit on my own. Like, I have to see an outfit that, like, I like and then somehow co- copy it? No, I'm like, fine. I cop- like It's an outfit inspo. Just that's, like, the way my brain works that way. So that side of creating, I'm not very good at. But I do, I try. Well, that's what's so cool about being a creator, though, is, like, there really is room at for room for everyone at the table yeah. because you don't have to be the most aesthetic person and you don't have to be the funniest you know, most personable person either. Like you can really niche down on what you're good at, which right. if, in your case is talking to camera. Like you would think, oh, it's just talking to camera, but that is such a skill well, it's, I that try. people wish they had. And I don't even know if I'm good at that. It's just me being more comfortable doing that. Like that's uh-huh. what I feel most comfortable doing. So like if I could make a whole social media career off of only doing that and never taking another like like photo for a brand, yeah, I would love it. Well, I think also because you're a female, like guys would never say what you're saying right now because guys really aren't like aesthetic. Yeah, right? I guess so. And like the they're yeah, yeah, right. they would be like, oh, he's so good at t- talking to camera. That would yeah. be like what. But like girls, because they're like so creative, and or a lot of girls, you know, have that creative aesthetic eye, and like we see it as like the Pinterest Instagrammers. Yeah, we think that oh, you're like just because I have a podcast, like doesn't mean I'm. I don't know. I feel like you, you. I'm not. You're not seeing your, the strength behind your skill. Well, I'm trying. I, it's not that I like think I'm horrible at it. It's yeah. just like that's not what like excites me. I don't. I get no satisfaction from that at all. Whereas I know other people Which do. Is so like fun. It, it scratches a niche for them. They make it makes them feel good. If I have to take a photo for like a clothing brand, that's like a drag to me. Whereas if I have to make a YouTube video, like got it, I, is fun. Yeah. Which by the way, I do love your vlogs. You do. Yeah. Yay. They're really good. I feel like you're. I miss like having YouTubers to watch that just like simply talk to camera and like mm-hmm. are showing me their life. Because I feel like YouTube, um, people aren't just uploading as much anymore. At all. I don't. I have like only a few people that I watch on YouTube, but mm-hmm. it's like I've, I grew up on YouTube. Like I was obsessed YouTube with YouTube. YouTube is my favorite platform. Me too. And it's my favorite one to do too. So Same. it's like, it's the only thing that like really excites me. And I get excited to sit and edit a video, even it, like, even if I'm not making money from it, I don't care. It's like actually fun for me. But like nobody hardly is doing it anymore. So I'm like rewatching Emma all day long. Like, Emma, come back. Emma, please. Even like that prime 
old Emma where she was just like doing her own little challenges or like, I'm talking obsessed to camera. With her. And she, girl, I'm paying, I'm keeping her lights on right now. I'm, I, I, it's just constantly on a loop because my cat loves her. Wait, I really my should cat go back. Yeah, you have a new cat. I do. I just got a kitten. So I'm a mother. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your cat's name? Her name is Murphy. Like, have you seen Interstellar? I I have. It's so good. Yeah. Wait, is that the one where they go to space? Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it's really it's like sad. Three actually, hours. I just wa- Yeah, I watched it yeah. the other day because I made my friend watch it because it was like you have to understand why I named her Murphy, <laughs> but. She's so cute, and I adopted her, and her personality, her little description said that she had the personality of Dolly Parton, so that's why Shut I got up. Her. Literally why I got her, because I'm obsessed with Dolly Parton. Oh my gosh, Dolly Parton is so iconic. I literally am wearing the Buxom lip shade that's named Called Dolly. Dolly. Oh, I love her. Love her so much. What do you feel like are some goals you're setting for the year? Um, definitely, I feel like I want to be more active on YouTube, because like I said, it is my favorite thing to do, but I'm... I feel like because I haven't been doing as much or like in the past few months at least hadn't been doing as much. It was like I didn't have as much to film. So that's kind of like the reason behind like me wanting to say yes to everything so that I constantly have something to record and something mm-hmm. like something to post. You know what I mean? Because that's the easiest thing in the world is just have fun, record it, post it. Wait, we should do a video together. I would, would love you ever be to. down? Absolutely. We could do like a... Like a credit card swap or like a house swap. Oh my swap God, we should, we like, should do like one of the old school like yeah, YouTube like we challenges. That'd be fun. It would be so fun. And I am like, I, I love YouTube. So I'm trying to be more active at least like a video a week, which is so funny. I said that to like, I think like Remy or something the other day. And she's like, like, you know, she did like vlog miss like 30 vlogs in a row. <laughs> and I, she's like active. Like that's not really that active. <laughs> Remy knocks out the vlogs like crazy. She's amazing. And I'm obsessed. With, my cat loves her too. But I, so I want to be more active in that. And like, obviously TikTok, I feel like I'm kind of just veering away from Instagram and Instagram just does not interest me anymore or really anyone. And I've gotten vibes from some of these people where I'm like, I like I don't know and then it changes how I view their content from that point forward like every time they post something after that I'm like that is not who that person is like it it isn't yeah and so I think the thing with Teffy was like I just I think she's even more amazing in person she's just amazing oh my gosh I love her I'm like Teffy we stand Teffy (laughs) and Devin and Alex we love them all um what about people that inspire you like it could be people that aren't creators or you know just family members or people in your life or friends who inspires um, you? What gets you going? I'm like, Teffy again. Yeah. Um, I feel like Tana I look up to a lot just because she's like such, I'm obviously so close with her. So I see, even though it seems like she's like lazy and kind of blows things off, which she does for sure. Um, she's also very like, oh, she's Tana very is... business oriented and she knows. She knows what she's, she's doing. She knows exactly oh what she's gosh. doing constantly. So that's like, I look up to her a lot. I look up to her a ton. Yeah, I don't even know her. I think I, I, I met her at People's Choice for like five seconds. Yeah, she's like, she's really, it's helpful for me to be around her because it's like, even when it feels like she's doing, she's always doing something mm-hmm. like, and I don't know, I feel like. Like even the branding behind Canceled is is fabulous. Yeah, the she's. intro, she's, the. Sometimes everything. I'll like, I'll catch myself like, I'll be like, oh my God, this girl has millions of dollars and she's, you know, still in bed at 8 p.m. and with hot <laughs> Cheetos on her pillow. But then I like see her sit down to edit a video and I'm like, oh my God, like she's amazing. She's slaying, like, yeah. So she, yeah, she inspires me a lot. Um, I feel like also, this is not for everyone, but a lot of successful people kind of do have a non-traditional routine and just outlook on life. Like they're like, yeah. you know what, if that means you have to stay in at 
till 3 p.m. eating hot Cheetos or whatever the case is. Like sometimes people are like that. Yeah, and, and it's clearly for worked for yeah, her. So and it works like, for people. Whatever. Doesn't I saw, mean it'll work for everyone else, but. Yeah, I saw someone post something the other day about like um, how people brag about like waking up at 5 a.m. and it's like they get their day started and they're so much more successful, but it's like, okay, but you be- went to bed at 8 p.m. So it's yeah. like, what really is the difference? True. Like, I, so I don't know. That kind of applies there. But I don't know. Who do you look up to? I'm trying to think of more people. Obviously, I look up to like Alicia and Remy. Oh, because, of course. But they're so close to home. Like I try and think of even oh, one of my favorite people ever is Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I love her. I love her to death. Also, okay, that on that note, Drew Barrymore. Oh, my God, love her. I, I would do anything for Drew. Like, I have a, a weird thing about her where it's like, I literally think I love her more than any of my friends or family <laughs> or anybody. Like, it, when I see a video of her, it doesn't matter if she's literally making pork chops, I will sob. Like, she's there's something amazing. about her, like, energy and presence. I'm, I just love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say with, in regards to Alicia and Remy, they have really, especially Alicia, have really taken me under their wing and- you know, really shown me the nitty gritty of Mm -hmm. like how to be successful in this world and, you know, what steps I need to take as far as like, you know, how to deal with my finances or what direction they really have pointed me in a lot of the right direction. And I need across areas. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even. And I'm really grateful for that. And um Oh gosh, there's so many people that inspire me. I mean, I I am a huge fan of Devin. I love her to death. Yeah, she's um, great. She's fabulous. Um, honestly, my parents, I feel really grateful to like look up to in certain areas. I think like my mom has a really positive outlook on life, and like the other day, she just texted me like the coolest thing. Um, I was like talking to her about because I was like stressed out talking to my financial advisor, and she was like that's great or whatever I was like telling her some number stuff and she was like that's great but just remember like money isn't everything yeah don't she was like don't go crazy trying to make too much money like it isn't everything and I was just like like thank you I just needed to hear that like I I felt really grateful in that moment to like have someone with such a positive um and strong outlook on life that I was like oh my gosh I I needed to hear that and I trust your opinion it is important to remember that too like especially because especially for someone who stresses a lot about money I've always like that's been my number one stressor I think as long as I could remember Mm -hmm. for some reason and And just getting a lot of anxiety about it it's so stressful it is but then like certain things would happen my grandpa's kind of like similar to what you're saying about your mom is like like for example if I you know like crashed my car or something I'd call him sobbing 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 my eyes Mm -hmm. out and like He'd be like, Brooke, it's just a car. Like, yeah. it's just a car. Or, like, it's just money. Like, it's, it all, it'll always come back. It's not that serious. Like, totally. And, and it means so me much when it's someone like grandpa yeah. or my mom or whoever, when you're like, I genuinely trust you. Mm-hmm. Cause, like, anyone can say, oh, it's just money. But when it's someone that, like, hits us, hits a chord yeah, inside you, that's when it, I, I'm really, like, grateful. Or that's when you need to hear it from someone like that. Yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I I do. I have one of them or my main one really being um, kind of what you were saying, like how um, Alicia and Remy help you with like the nitty gritty. I feel like nobody. Nobody like knows I said, Yeah. And I just recently, like I said, like got managed. I didn't have any management at all. And I didn't have really anybody in my corner. Obviously, my family has no experience with what like we do at all. And so like I have no concept of like managing my money or like what I should be doing, how I should be saving, how much I should be saving, spending on whatever. So like I really want to get on top of that a little bit because I'm not doing a good job. (laughs) 
And so that's my main one. And then just get in shape because I literally tried to do I, – I did like a 10-minute YouTube workout the other day. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. I couldn't move for Those days. Those are hard. They're no joke. No, but it, like I'm, I've never been out of shape like that. I was like an athlete. Like I felt like I – what did you? What sports well, did you play? Okay, so I wasn't an athlete. <laughs> she was like, I literally. No, I was, was well, I was, like a, I was a dancer growing up, but no, that's a th- yeah, that's well, an athlete. But, but like, I always was in shape, and I was obsessed with working out. Dancers are so in shape. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So I was like, so I just never have gotten to this point where I like actually can't. I if I tried to do running right now, I think I would die. And like, it's a <laughs> hike, Brooke. Like, okay, so New Year's resolutions are getting back into strength. Like get yeah. to getting your strength and health in check. Managing my money better and Managing hopefully money. having like the podcast be like my number one priority. Because I, I canceled was my favorite thing like literally ever. And when it ended, I was like heartbroken. So I feel like that is I just want to get that going again and have that be like my focus of the year. Uh huh. And what are the steps? Like, why hasn't it started? It's just a lot like everyone that's really honest to God everybody's been messaging me for literally six months straight being like come on just start a new one and it's like there's so much I'm sure you know that goes into like the back end of a podcast Mm -hmm. like people have to produce it you have to have a studio like and it's contracts and stuff especially with someone who's like as big as Tana it's harder like for me I'm like I'll sign with anyone like (laughs) but it's it she there's a lot of negotiations and like behind the scenes stuff that has to happen before it can even start and then after that you have to pick Mm. a studio or build a studio and like just a lot and so we're it, the ball's rolling it's coming what is your thought process when you're coming up with short form content oh I, the problem is i don't have oh, a thought have. process at all i'll post anything i'll like just talk half more than half of my tiktoks i delete almost Wait, really oh yeah why because i like i just say i'm just saying anything and then i'll watch it back and i'm like what are you talking about like <laughs> literally what are you talking about so i'll delete it wait or i'll put it i won't delete it but i'll put it on my eyes only so you literally have zero thought process and you just upload no because if i put the i mean at least now like for example i posted a video yesterday that was like i put effort into it i had lighting it was like there was like production quality there and it tanked but then i'll but then i'll do one where i just talk and it's like it does so well so i feel like that's just at this point i've just dug myself in in there and i can't get out (laughs) oh well that's the beauty of tiktok is like anyone can do it because it's just it's you don't have to have any production yeah at all that's a bit my favorite thing about it because if i were somebody who had to like again so much respect to those creators especially like makeup girls and stuff who like yeah who really the lighting is there has to be so much work like put into it i I have so much respect for those people because it it's hard. What about on TikTok? Are you like, oh, I need to post once a day or is it literally? Random? I'll post 20 times a day or oh. sometimes I'll go three weeks without posting. Okay. I literally, it's horrible. So you're just flying by the city of your Because yeah, TikTok's just fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's it's good not to take like at least one or two platforms as seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. I agree. For the mental. <laughs> anyway, well, Brooke, it's been an absolute blast chatting Yay, with you. Yay, that, so, that was so quick. Flew by. Um, well, where can everyone follow you and, I guess, maybe promote your future new podcast? Yeah, so Brooke and Becca will have a podcast soon. Tana and Brooke will have a podcast soon. But I would love it. Honestly, I really care the most about my YouTube channel. So I'm like, please follow Go or subscribe. subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's my favorite thing ever. And maybe we'll do a little collabby. Yes, please. Thing. I would love to do that. Okay, we should really get I'm to down. So um, maybe you guys comment down below what you guys want to see us do on YouTube because that would be super fun because this is living on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to Brooke and all of her future endeavors and then also subscribe to this channel. And don't forget to make someone's day this week. I love you guys. Bye.